Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to Raptors Over Everything, group chat. I'm Ben, not Ben Simmons, because I'm actually happy to be here. And I have the esteemed honor of being joined by not one, not two, but all three queens from Dishes and Dimes, Yasmin, Katie, and Iman. Guys, how are you doing? Good, Good. I love how the news um, of this Ben Simmons thing is like dropping as we're recording this. So Yeah, it's happening yeah. in real time, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so you guys, you guys are the vets here. I'm the rookie, so we're just gonna, I guess, go right into it. Um, we've had a fun preseason, uh, a lot of, a lot of eye-opening things happening. Um, so I guess to start it off, has your perception of the Raptors changed in these past four games over what they can be going into the regular season? Um, I think that it's a good sign that they kind of carried over the good energy that we've been seeing uh, prior to the start of the preseason. So um, the fact that they've carried it on lets me know that it's it's going to be a better season this year. So uh, I, I, the energy has been like the most um, the most eye-opening thing that I think we've all seen. I mean, and I were talking last week and I was like, see, I don't know, like a fifth guy, I don't know what he's going to do. And watching him, I'm like, the team is actually incredibly deep. And I think that really bodes well for them in that sort of middle of the pack Eastern Conference. It really does bode well for them that they have 12, 13, 14 guys that can considerably play in the rotation when everyone is healthy. I think the thing that struck me the most after seeing this team, well, part of this team at Summer League and now seeing them in the preseason uh, is how much more organized they are as a group and how quickly that happened. Because honestly, I thought like you've got a roster full of long and rangy young dudes, a lot of them just like stepping onto the floor in this kind of way for the first time. But the way that they figured it out so quickly, I think bodes extremely well for the season. Because I was thinking like, all right, we're maybe looking at January until they really get organized and are able to play together. Because it's a chemistry thing as much as like a fit thing on the floor too. But they look really good. Like they look super together. There's a lot of communication. And I think there's a lot of guys that want to be leaders, which is super helpful too. So like, I'm just very hopeful. Yeah, I think it's a testament to them being back in Toronto, even though a lot of these guys, it's their first time back in Toronto. But you can tell that not being in Tampa and in like a bubble, it's making them a lot more comfortable. So I think that's that's definitely uh, contributed uh, to that. Um, do you guys feel that, uh, first off, uh, let me... Let me pour one out for my boy Ish Wainwright. Uh, you know, didn't make, didn't make the didn't make the cut, but man, he was n- nothing but class. Um, did you guys feel that Bonga and Decker were the right call in terms of the last two spots since Utah was pretty much a given? I don't know that we can know yet, but I have to be honest. Like, yeah. I was pretty again. I saw Ish league and like Ish is such. <laughs> To me, it's just just like a cultural fit automatically Mm -hmm. for the team, right? I also really liked that, like, he's a little bit older, like he can help kind of take, he's not like a vet in like a true NBA vet sense, but he was kind of willing to take on that responsibility, which wouldn't be such a bad thing for the team, especially if we don't know if like, is Dragic going to stick around? You know, I'm not really sure. So Decker, like, eh, we'll see. Like Bonga, (laughs) I think like he, he wants it, but like, 
if I can be completely honest, I feel like uh, I haven't, we haven't seen Decker have to like play in this capacity for a long time. And yeah. I don't know that there was enough for me. Did I see enough in the preseason? No, but obviously the coaching staff did. So, you know, we'll find out. I don't like, I like that Decker brings shooting and that's certainly something that this roster needs. So, it, you know, bringing him in just for that purpose alone, I completely understand. And just looking at Bunga, tell me, like, can you imagine a player looks like he'd fit into the Raptors roster better than him? Like his build and his makeup, he just looks like a Toronto Raptor. Um, he's also young, but has had some sort of NBA um, career. He's been around a little bit um, despite being young and he just looks like a Raptor. I'm kind of excited to see what he'll do at the end of the bench. And then Decker, just for his shooting, I think um, was, was necessary for this roster. Yeah, I agree. Like um, Wainwright looked like a, just a prototypical Raptor. Like it was kind of uh, tough to see him cut, but I think it's like Iman said, it's a testament to the depth that we had to cut talent like that from the team. So um, I, I can't say uh, how it's going to turn out, but I do understand keeping Decker and keeping Bonga because they both satisfy um, elements of the team that they're looking to bolster up with the shooting and the size. So um, yeah, I can't, I can't say I was going to tell, but Wayne Wright was, was a tough cut. I, I was sure he was going to remain. Like he just had so many moments and he, he's such a like a big defender. He's willing to die for those balls and stuff like that and bring up the energy of the team. So um, yeah, we'll see. You guys think that if Decker didn't turn into third quarter Clay Thompson in that last preseason game, that Wainwright would have been uh, what would have been the would have been the pick, or do you think that it was kind of they just needed uh, more of his pure shooting? That's ultimately why. I'd like to trust that Masai Ujiri and Gusty <laughs> are not going to base it on a single game. I have a little bit more faith in them than I them. But I do think that helped. I, I definitely think it helped. Um, but I'd like to trust that they it on more than just a single court we had our minds made up and now they've yep. come undone yeah <laughs> i wouldn't be surprised oh. if said that. <laughs> oh man all right guys well I, I love the energy that we're bringing here but i think no one has more energy in terms of raptors world than mr uh, our new rookie scotty barnes so i gotta ask uh, on a scale of brand flakes to frosted flakes with added sugar, how hyped will Scotty be on opening night? He's gonna he's gonna freak out. Are you kidding? He might have an aneurysm. Like yeah. <laughs> it might like, be too overwhelming for his heart. Like <laughs> when he was saying, like after that first preseason game, and he, he was like, "That was crazy," and I was like, "There were maybe two thousand people there, dude. Like get ready." I can't wait though. I can't wait to see his face. I mean, I'm gonna cry. Like maybe he'll cry too. That'd be nice. <laughs> Did you see that how he runs out of the tunnel? I love it. Like at the like I when they're in it. London, Ontario. I, I don't know what he'll do when, they, oh, when it's like a packed arena of over 20,000 people. I think he might actually collapse. Just like, laps. Just, I'm just so like... excited to have this like young joy on our team. Like he really was just a teenager just a couple of months ago. <laughs> Yeah. And like, if you look Look at him, doesn't look like one at all. (laughs) Like he is so incredibly strong and and big, but then like, just like his presence and the aura that he carries is so childlike and is so fun. And it's just, it's going to be so great this season. I love it. What do you guys think (laughs) a successful rookie season for Scotty would look like uh, this season, whether it be, you know, uh, him becoming a rotate, like, I mean, it feels, I feel pretty confident that Nick nurse is going to have him playing heavy minutes all season. But I guess in terms of his own player development or statistically, like what, what's successful rookie season for Scotty Barnes? 
Um, I'm not going to put numbers on it, but I think for yeah. Scotty, um, the the a successful rookie season would be him translating all of the skills that we've witnessed into NBA basketball around like NBA players, which he has in the preseason. But as we know, the competition is different. The uh, regular season, the energy is different. So seeing him retain his uh, personality and his identity as a player um, onto an NBA court for him, if he's just himself, that's going to be successful because he's already um, checking so many boxes as a player. Uh, with his, you know, the variety in his skill set. So I think a successful rookie season would be Scotty um, translating the skills that were listed in the draft. And also, uh, I would love to see him. Um, he, we, we saw the type of um, assists that he could accumulate without really even knowing his co-stars that much. So I would love to see how um, his playmaking develops as he gets to know his co-stars, as he gets to know everyone's tendencies and preferences and where they where they're going to be on the court so um i think seeing his playmaking take another step i think that's a reasonable expectation in his first year yeah no i agree on the one hand i'm like you know what linus Clayza was once a, a raptors preseason superstar so like do we toss the preseason out but I, I think to yasmin's point it's just about seeing those skills that we know he has translate to the nba game i think him being a solid part of this rotation i think him starting like 20 odd games or so at least this season um which i mean probably gonna break that because who knows how long pascal siak comes out that's probably like by the end of november but i just think being a solid part of this rotation possibly even closing minutes with the raptors as well just being trusted in those moments um to run the offense to have the ball in his hands to see his playmaking develop is all like matters so much more than making an all and be like all rookie team matters so much more than like getting a certain amount of points or assists per game is just being trusted um to play heavy minutes with this rotation yeah i think like iman and yasmin nailed it is that like my hope is that he retains everything he has coming into this season but i also think like as far as nba rookies like league wide go scotty's landed in this ideal system that has not had to draft for immediacy for so many seasons like the writers are so lucky in that way that, like look at odian and obi like that's the path that i'd like scotty barnes to follow is that like yeah, there's not as many, like you've lost Larry, but you've still got this good core of vets that he can learn from. And the Raptors didn't draft him to be like a win now kind of guy. There's a lot of expectation there because he's a top five pick and he's super skilled and we've seen that already. But like the player that he's going to be this season, we already know that's not what he's going to look like in, you know, three, four, five seasons down the road. So I think to bear that in mind as best as we can and realize that like what we get from Scotty this season is going to be entirely different than what we get from him the next few seasons, but like that's all according to the Raptors. It's Genius been so long, but plan. still hearing you say we lost Lowry was like a blow to my heart again. I, was like, I know, dude. <laughs> I can't. And I like, forgot. I'm not prepared. <laughs> I was just Remember thinking like watching. resting or somewhere in the background. No, he's <laughs> not. <laughs> he's, he's on load management. I remember Lowry just lying on his back. <laughs> Somewhere by the bench. <laughs> I remember watching those uh, first uh, highlights of him uh, playing in the preseason for Miami. And I was like, this, this feels so uncomfortable. I don't know. Uh, mm -hmm. But the, I remember that there was that one video where he took his first charge and I'm just like, oh, 
my heart hurts. Oh, <laughs> I haven't seen that yet. I oh, I was like, ban charges. What are you doing taking charges in the preseason, Kyle? <laughs> like, I watch the highlights. <laughs> I catch him on Miami, I feel like I shouldn't be watching. <laughs> I feel like this is I love, like I love Heat wrong. fans discovering yeah. that a yeah. six-time All-Star is good at basketball. Like, that's always it's like thing. It's like that paradox when they say, like, if you go back in time, you shouldn't mess with anything. Yeah. It's like, Larry playing on a different team feels like another universe where you're like, I shouldn't be watching this. It's going to affect something in my real world. <laughs> what is that part the community episode was... where you roll a dice sorry so i guess the big one of the big topics that we can talk about is uh playoffs because a lot of people like that before uh i guess during the off season r- wrote off the raptors as like oh, they're not going to do anything but as we see them mesh you know being ra- the raptor fans we are and you know with a with a slight tint of a homer bias um how do you feel okay, feeling this like uh, the raptors will make the playoffs if um the raptors will make the playoffs if the team is able to maintain a good record without pastel because I think that once he is entered into the fold, um, I think that they can be one of the top teams in the conference. But it, I think there's like this crucial, critical moment in the first 10 games that is kind of going to set the tone for the rest of the season. Because um, I think this team can be really good, but I don't think that it's going to be easy for them to climb out of a deficit that early. So if they're able to maintain, um, I think, an above I'm going to say above 600 record um, or, you know, just have a a good uh, foundation for the rest of the season. I think that they do have the potential to make the playoffs. Oh, I was just going to say, we keep having this conversation earlier and earlier. I think last year we talked about it maybe in November and now it's (laughs) the season just is just starting in hours. Um, but sure, uh, the Raptors can, I like, I really like what Yasmin said, uh, but I think the Raptors can make the playoffs if Pascal comes back healthy, but also happy and also looks like a better shooter. Uh, and not looks like, sorry, is a better shooter mm-hmm. than he has been in seasons past. It's a really long sentence, but that's me. Um, I would say... Um, maintain health outside of the first month of Pascal Siakam. Like if if the Raptors can maintain health outside of that, Fred Van Vliet, OD Ananobi, of course, just all the core guys, guard D, but they still need their main guy to, to remain healthy. And also if they can manage to not have a bottom 10, bottom seven offense, and if they can actually bring it to that 17, 18, 19 range, I definitely know they're a playoff team. Yeah, and what's interesting is that uh, we've been worried about the offense so much but um and you know I think the one of the main reasons why Raptors fans wanted Suggs on the team rather than Scotty was because they thought he'd improved half-court offense um just being a guard because half-court offense was actually one of his weaknesses in college (laughs) but um the fact that he was a guard I think they thought would help bolster that uh for the Raptors but what's interesting is that Scotty he's such a uh he's such a um like eclectic uh, playmaker in the sense that uh, he doesn't rely on the pick and roll at all. Like he, this guy is just looking, he has like those laser eyes and he's just going to the open shooter, the cutter, which I think is going to actually help. Uh, and kind of like that Marc Gasol effect. I was going to say, wasn't it you who compared him to Marc Gasol? Yeah, it, 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 it's not made me fall like, in love with Scotty even more. Like I don't see it, but I'm going to look for it. Yeah, <laughs> because, <laughs> it's almost like a, I think Draymond, 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. would be even a better um, comp because uh, he'll just stand in the corner of the court and just everyone else does the cutting and then he'll just make the appropriate pass, which I think is going to have a really good impact on the offense. But we'll see how it uh, pans out and how quickly the guys um, adjust to him. If we win a championship in the next like five years, I think Scotty might top mark us all as the greatest championship celebration of all time. Cause <laughs> just seeing his energy is like, Ooh, Oh man. Imagine, imagine that boy winning a championship. Jesus. Um, <laughs> I guess we can <laughs> close it up with a couple of rapid fire questions. Although, you know, I guess we can dive into, I don't know how rapid fire works. Um, whatever. <laughs> let's, let's, let's get right into it. So first of all, and off the bat, um, who will start more games, Birch or Precious? Simple lob up there. Birch or Precious? Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm going to say, I think it depends on whose shooting is better to start the season. Like who, who is more consistent from the corners? Because um, especially in the beginning, they're going to need all the spacing they can get with all of these, um, you know, tall guys that can't really shoot consistently on a nightly basis, but like are good shooters. But I think that they're going to they're going to need that additional spacing from whoever is playing center on the court. So I think that if Precious um, maintains what he's been doing um, into the season from the corners, it's going to be him starting more often. But if it's Birch, who's, you know, just nailing that corner three, it's going to be him. So um, I think it's just a matter of that. And that's probably why I lean towards Birch. I, I just, I think maybe it's just believing in last seasons and more. Which, well, honestly, both of them were surprising. Both of their their ability to space the floor, I think, was a surprise. Um, but I think I lean towards Birch a little bit more. Also, I think he's just sturdier. I think he's just got a little bit more girth that the team needs, especially at that five position. Um, I do think it's going to be interchangeable, which one of them starts, but I'd probably lean towards Birch more than Precious right now. I'm going to go Precious, but just to say that uh, Cam's been out of the rotation and it's strictly just that to start. Yeah. Yeah. To start off. It'll yes. definitely be precious because of yeah. <laughs> his For sure, especially after the preseason performance. Yeah, I think I think he surprised a lot of people with just how dynamic his play is. So could definitely see him starting it off and potentially, you know, holding on to that role uh, as the season progresses. Okay, uh, next one up. Uh, will Goron get traded before the deadline? Yeah. <laughs> really? Oh, sure. <laughs> I can't say for sure. I think it depends on the team's performance for the first half of the season. 
if they're if they're just like you know all in sync all if the chemistry is great if they're playing awesome basketball and Goran happens to be a big part of that I think they might keep him but um I do think that Boucher might be treated traded this season so I think that if Boucher has a great season they might package him package him as a like a, a deal with um Goran I think that just makes a lot of sense for a lot of teams to get a point guard in the center who are who can play immediately that's a very valuable package I think so um, I can't say for sure, but so far I love Goran's energy. He seems to, you know, the guys love him. <laughs> uh, they seem to all be getting along and I've liked his impact on the court so far. So who's to say? I wish I like knew the tax implications of keeping Goran, but I do think they duck under it if they do move him. I agree about Boucher probably being that sell high piece for the Raptors right now. He is the oldest player on the team outside of Goran um, and he's at his ultimate peak. And, you know, Masai Jiri does nothing if not sell high on his players. So um, I can definitely see Goran and Boucher um, be players move this season. I feel like I'm the small minority that thinks he's staying at least until the end of the season, mainly because I saw this for all two reasons. I saw this photo. I believe it was of um, from the last, the preseason game at home against the Rockets where he was on the bench with Fred and Pascal and they were all just all smiles and good vibes. And if either Goran has the greatest PR person of all time, or he's just genuinely happy to be here, I feel like he's he's here at least to the end of the season. And also, you know, Scotty loves him and vice versa. So I feel like he's going to be very instrumental to how Scotty comes along this season and, and just having that uh, veteran presence uh, on the team. Masai is the least sentimental guy. He'll see them this smiling and all chummy yeah. and be like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you think he has a problem oh, like breaking up a brand new friendship? I want to talk about like a <laughs> seasons long, like best friendship. But isn't that the Raptors experience? You don't want to be here. Then you come here and then you get mad once you're traded. <laughs> like yeah, I feel like every yes. Raptor experience. <laughs> Nora's going to be upset when he's traded. Watch. <laughs> but what movie is he going to be in? For what? What? Oh, sorry. Demar said he was in the Equalizer too when he got. Oh, oh, find oh. That he was oh my Goron was in a movie. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, he's gonna be watching no, no, something no. random like Christmas with the Cranks three or I don't know. Just, <laughs> no one's gonna just, top um, Boban in uh, John Wick. That was that was brilliant. <laughs> Sometimes I just rewatch it. <laughs> All the best like NBA cameos and movies. Yeah, <laughs> That's number one. Oh man, yeah. I I remember I was watching that Demar um, Demar interview yesterday, and I saw I saw a lot of uh, people on Raptors Twitter were like, "Man, he's still talking about this trade." He's like, "Yo, bro, get over it." I'm like, "Listen, when you give your heart and soul to a team as much as Demar did for the Raptors, and then you know Masai pretty much red weddings you like that." I feel like you could, you know what, yo, talk your, talk your, talk your talk, Demar. You, and I will, me personally, I do not tolerate any Demar DeRozan slander. So he's free to, he's free to vent as much as he wants. Plus also, he's the one he who got asked. asked it. Yeah, he exactly. Yeah. It's, not like, <laughs> it's not like he's like tweeting it out like Kanye, just being like, oh, no, I remember when Masai traded me, blah, blah, blah. And then he just, you know, starts ramping about it. But okay. Um, <laughs> Uh, so uh, second last uh, uh, rapid fire question, uh, who gets the louder or what 
What has the louder ovation from the crowd, the home opener or Kyle Lowry's return? Kyle Lowry's return. Yeah. Like Kyle, Kyle Lowry's return is going to have like Jurassic Park filled like it's the finals. <laughs> like I yeah. think people are going to yeah. try and make it like a, a farewell thing because they didn't have the opportunity to really do that. So I think it's going to be pretty crazy. But oh, the home opener is also going to be very, very um, energetic. Well, we're going to have like, a, there's going to be a pause during Kyle Lowry's return where they show a montage of like yeah. his time here. Oh, I can't. I'm already thinking about that. And like, it, it's going to be done really, really well because you, you never know what happens. You might be in a pandemic and then Vince Carter retires and you never actually get to do the final farewell. <laughs> so you know what? The Raptors are probably going to want to do it right uh, the first time. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Uh, okay, I thought. Oh, I, thought I don't. I was like, that. I have nothing. No, I was. I'm, I. I was thinking of the power Sorry, and I was mm. like, how many days am I gonna need to recover? <laughs> yeah, before and after. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now, do you guys think he'll get one uh, during a timeout, or is this one of those things where they they get it out of the way pre-game? Um, pre-game. You know, if you, yeah, that's oh, what I don't have to be. Think so. <laughs> Listen, it, so might not be in front of our TVs. Actually, that's a lot. We all will be in front He'll of He'll get, like, it'll be, in a, it'll be, like, it'll be inevitable. It'll be, like, when he first kind of steps out, I think, but that won't be programmed and planned. I hope it's not at a timeout, because in my opinion, those montages are too short. Mm-hmm. So I hope it's yeah. they wait till the half. Like, everyone will just be cheering the whole time. But, like, wait till the half. Give them the entire halftime of the montage. Does he the least you can do. Yes. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Hundred percent. I would cry if he takes a charge in that game. I'm not gonna cry at the montage. <laughs> Everyone's gonna be. I don't feel like he took a charge. We want, them, we want them to lose as well. So I think the goal for the editors will be to get Kyle to cry. Just throw him off his game for the rest of the night. They should do That's a separate true. Start at top. Mess with him. They <laughs> get him a there. separate charge montage. Of all the charges that he's ever taken. Um, okay, I guess last one. This is my personal favorite one to, to close off the lovely debut show. Uh, who gets the first Raptors commercial? Because we all know that the Raptors have a great marketing team when it comes to putting players with brand, hooking up players with brand deals and all that. You know, whether it be Osmos or Jif or anything of that nature. Who's the first and what? Uh, what brand would it be? I think we saw Fred Van Vliet uh, partner with Ugg already. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or Ugg's shoe. I don't know if it's Uggs or Ugg, but um, <laughs> that's good. I think that's going to be the first. Of course it's Freddy. Of course, he's about that bag. Fred is about like, a bag. It's going to be Fred Van Vliet. I feel like a pretty prime opportunity would be Pascal in like a TTC ad just based off of that one clip from his YouTube earlier. He's like, Oh, you got, this is a, you guys ride, you guys ride this, uh, you guys ride the streetcar. Oh, this is cool. I'm like, get, like, Oh, TTC, give that TTC man his can't bag. Afford like, Pascal. Yeah. But the people are going to at him when there are closures, when there are closures, <laughs> people are going to harass him on Twitter and things like 845 in the morning. I have to get into work. <laughs> oh, Pascal. <laughs> They're rerouting to Joe station. <laughs> All right, so that's been episode one of Group Chat. I'm Ben with the Dishes and Dimes crew. Make sure you smash that like button and subscribe to Yahoo Sports Canada for the best Raptors content on YouTube. We coming at you with some fresh, some of that good, good uh, each and every week. So uh, you don't want to miss out on that. Uh, We'll see you in the next one. 
When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.